Thanks for your company. I am Pius Kujubaka. To our very first story, Fitch Solutions says the city performance for the rest of the year will depend on how fast Ghana will secure an agreement with its external creditors, particularly the Paris Club. It warns that the negotiation for a deal may, however, take long, similar to that of Zambia. Now, the local currency's performance since the approval of the International Monetary Fund program has been relatively stable. Now, in a recent macroeconomic update on sub-Saharan Africa, the UK-based firm pointed out that it has unlikely there will be a severe capital and financial outflows compared to that of last year. Mike Uruninga is a senior country analyst for sub-Saharan Africa, um, speaking at a Fitch Solutions program. Disbursements uh, of foreign currency by the IMF will provide the Bank of Ghana with more ammunition um, to defend the currency, informing um, our view that a large sell-off, um, as we saw in 2022 and, and earlier this year, is um, unlikely. However, I do want to say here that you know this does not mean um, it will be smooth sailing from here on for the city, unfortunately. So, in fact, we believe that the city's trajectory will remain somewhat choppy by historical standards as the performance of the currency will largely depend on the negotiations between Ghana and its external creditors. So in the experience of other countries that are involved or have been involved in talks under the G20 common framework, a country like Zambia, this process has proven to be extremely protracted. So suggesting that it will probably quite be quite lengthy for Ghana, too. A while longer on the economy and government has indicated it will use the media budget to tackle the rising inflation, other macroeconomic challenges, and ultimately reset the economy. A deputy finance minister, Abnasi Asari, said the budget review will focus on reducing importation of goods that is driving inflation. According to her, government is exploring ways to address the persistent increase in food prices, she was speaking at the 2023 dialogue, um, Deloitte Economic Dialogue, here in Accra. We are mindful of the lingering risks that we have towards a sustainable recovery of the economy. Government is pressing on with the remaining components of what is painful but necessary, and that is the other part of the domestic debt exchange. We announced that on the 14th of July to do with the cocoa bills of 7.9 billion um, Ghana cities and the dollar-denominated bonds of our 800 million dollars. I want to reiterate that government's position um, to these measures are to secure sustainable debt levels and move economic growth forward. It's a painful path we have taken, but the alternative is simply unthinkable. And so we hope and pray that you support us achieve this. Let's ask ourselves, how do we entrench the stability and promote growth? Based on the immediate impact of the interventions of the last seven months, government continues to reassess the tools and options for economic growth and revitalization. As a step forward, we intend to use the opportunity of the mid-year review to drive stability and growth. The focus will be on revenue enhancement through both administrative and compliance measures. We'll also use fiscal consolidation and structural measures that are outlined in our post-COVID-19 program for economic growth, the PCPEG, 
which is supported by the IMF. In the mid-year, um, we should expect that we will provide updates on the implementation of the 2023 budgets so far. We also focus on structural reforms to address structural weaknesses and build resilience in key areas, such as expenditure commitments that are prof mentioned today. We also look at areas clearance. We look at our debt management, financial stability, and the review of our statutory funds. And one of the most important things that we also want is the issues in the energy sector, as well as the cocoa sector. We also want to use a more prioritized growth strategy. The strategy will concentrate efforts to accelerate growth by attracting significant new investments in areas such as the brick sector, local manufacturing, tourism, and digital transformation. All right, so let's get on Zoom and speak with Vice Chair of the Association of Ghana Industries, Tema Region, Adobia Asabia Bwaji, um, for more. Um, Adobia, grateful you could join me on Business Life. Now, what is the state of the industry following um, the IMF program? Thank you. Uh, and my name is Esiama, Adobia Esiama Bwaji. Um, as I mentioned earlier this morning, and my name is Esiama, Adobia Esiama Bwaji. Um, as I mentioned earlier this morning, at the offering amazing decap discounts uh, over there, and so try and be there. It's happening from now till um, Sunday. There'll be subsequent ones until the main event. Um, there, it's an annual event we put together. Uh, to address issues within the housing sector. As you know, we have a housing deficit of two. We can go now to my colleague, Pius. Hopefully, we can hear you. Pius, how are uh, things taking shape over there? More where exhibitors have showcased their um, products. First, first off, let me quickly jump to Green Opal Properties to tell us what they have for us. Pleasure you could join me, sir, on the marketplace. It doesn't seem conducive. The interest rate, the utility charges, the inflation, the aroma. Um, and so we are saying the Development Bank, for example, Exim Bank, let's, let's put some, put some funds in there, support private sector so that we can recover. And also, um, in order not to erode our working capital, our taxes should not be uh, pre, pre-production, but it should be post-production. Because then, um, if it's pre-production, you use all your money to pay taxes. And so if we can get some waivers on our raw materials as input, then at the point of uh, churning out the finished food, we'll be able to pay taxes instead. Mm. And I'm pretty sure the um, introduction of the tel- uh, policy measures uh, which government introduced have had a toll on your operations as well. But going forward, um, come Monday or Tuesday, I should say, uh, the finance minister is expected to read the media budget. What are you looking out for in that media presentation? Oh, actually, um, indeed, it does affect us. But we are also looking out for... Uh, the straight levy of the 6%, you know, it's a cost to us because it's not recoverable. We only recover the 15% back. Mm. And so we are asking that 
it should be merged instead of uh, decoupling it and paying tax on tax. Let's put them together. If, even if we are not reducing the VAT and you want that to stay the same to one percent, it should be a straight tax on on the base, not six percent absorbed and then the fifteen percent recovered. So we are looking forward to um, a modification of the VAT and the straight levy. We are also looking forward to uh, the COVID levy being uh, totally removed because uh, it's not my pandemic, is it? And so if WHA says COVID is no more a pandemic, then our expectation is that as a matter of principle, it came on board at a time of crisis. And so if the crisis no more exists, irrespective of the fact that we might have incurred some expenses uh, during the COVID period, we should be able to take it off and rather look for other alternatives to make the difference. Uh, talking about the COVID levy, I doubt though, because I've had several conversations with economists who have um, highlighted the need for the COVID levy should uh, be retained because when it comes to revenue mobilization, it's a little bit challenging. So they seem to um, kind of maintain that as a way of you know, improving or as a means to you know, improve revenue mobilization as well. Well, and that is where it pushes business to sometimes lose confidence in, in some of these levies that are proposed or perhaps implemented. There isn't any sunset clause. When would COVID levy end? And I recall we had special import levy. It should have been taken off quite some number of years ago. It is still there with us. And we are still saying, so one way or the other, something has to be done. We are not talking of the excise tax because it is too early. It, it just got rolled out. Mm. So it's too early to say you don't expect to see it. It will be with us for a while. But if indeed government is supporting, and I, I'm, I'm happy about the restrictions that will be coming in for certain uh, selected strategic goods, like the rice, the poultry, and the food juice. And so if we are restricting some of these items and we end up on the, one, on the other side slapping a tax of 20% excise duty, then you ask yourself, is a plan to support industry? Maybe um, it hasn't been, been considered from that angle. So we are asking that beyond uh, Tuesday, we should look at it. We don't expect the excise to go up. However, by November, when we are uh, ready to uh, deliver the budget for 2024, it would have been considered by then. Mm. And Adobe, in the event that your expectations are not met, what is the next line of action from your industry's perspective? Well, uh, I'll just say that businesses are in to survive and equally make profit or at least break even and not pile up losses. And so what we have seen now, as uh, quite a number have started downsizing because um, the conditions are not favorable. And so they are downsizing. And then um, we have members who are multinational. And so if Ghana is not conducive, they compare to other countries where they are doing business. And if the situation is much more favorable there, then they just wind up and move. And so I gave an example of where one of our beverage companies had to close down a production line, and 150 people had to go home. Um, if you take the, the plant, the assembly plant in the automotive sector, for example, 
There have been cases where the plants would go on reset because um, we keep on producing and we are not selling and we can't let our staff just go home. And so they sit home as on recess and we pay them. So if this thing continues, then we would have quite a number of downsizing and worst case scenario, closer. Mm. And I don't think that will work well for, for Ghana. Certainly not. Now, so when are we going to see the AGI business barometer? Uh, it's been a while. Um, I think it's, it's work in progress. Mm. It should come out quite soon, yes. Yes, the survey is already in progress, so I, I'm sure in the next few weeks, less than a month, it should come out. All right. Thank you very much, Adobia Bwaje, for your time here on Business Life. She is the vice chair of the AGI Tema um, region there. Now, let's move on to some other stories. And the World Bank is warning that any delays in restructuring the external debt could affect Ghana's program with the IMF and the fresh disbursement. This was captured in a new report released by the World Bank on Ghana's economy and challenges ahead. George Yaffe has the rest of the story. Ghana is set for its first program review with the IMF come September this year. However, with almost one and a half months for this to be carried out, government is yet to firm up the process for restructuring the external debts. And this has got the World Bank worried about the impact of this challenge on the program, as well as fresh disbursement, which should happen from November this year. The World Bank is also worried that failure to reach a deal on time could affect the entire program. The World Bank in the report is also warning that the economy could be exposed to some serious risk and economic shocks should those developed economies like China and U.S. slip into recession. The bank knows that despite the economy recovering fully from 2025, there are still some structural challenges that need to be addressed by government. But the economy will slow down further this year before it picks up strongly from next year. You're still watching Business Life. Time for a breather. You will enjoy free life insurance. Oh. Free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A seven, oh. And even more consolation rewards in the Ecobank Double Salary Promo Reloaded. Vimwo. This Ecobank salary account sounds interesting. Oh. What do you think? Uh, 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 yeah, right. But maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I will go shine my shoe. Hey. Yo, myself, I will go check my BP. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado. Para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. 
Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank Double Salary Promo Reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back. The Ghana Stock Exchange has announced its readiness to begin a commercial paper market by the end of the year. According to the managing director of the exchange, Abnamwa, the move will seek to provide short-term funding support for companies with high credit um, ratings. She emphasized that the initiative will deepen and expand Ghana's securities market and improve liquidity access for economic development. She has been speaking at a breakfast meeting held on the development of a commercial paper market in Ghana. As part of efforts to deepen Ghana's securities market, the Ghana Stock Exchange has held a breakfast meeting on the development of a commercial paper market. The move, which is intended to offer short-term funding support to meet working capital needs of companies, saw relevant stakeholders in the sector deliberate on the rollout of the framework. Speaking at the ceremony, Chief Executive Officer of the Ghana Stock Exchange, Abena Amwa, emphasized that the move, which is expected to begin in the last quarter of the year, will also enhance diversification. Today we have our private pension funds with over 51 billion Ghana cities under management. They are looking to diversify the various investment opportunities. And we have companies that are looking outside of their bank loans for financing. We are creating this market to bring those investors to uh, companies that need this type of financing. And that is why we are working with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, we are working through the Ghana Fixed Income Markets Technical Committee to create this market. 
On developing the right regulations to champion the smooth rollout of the program, managing partner at Benchy Angel and Lecha, Seth Asante, explained that the self-regulatory system will offer a less bureaucratic process which will ease the access of funds. So the, the structure that we are putting in place is robust and we are hoping that the SEC will look at that structure and be convinced that if it delegates some of its functions to the, uh, to, to the listing committee, it will be handled effectively. And, and, and particularly also that having that SRO status, the self-regulatory status, it will be handled effectively. And, and, and particularly also that having that SRO status, the self-regulatory status, is... The market is very important and we need to be able to have a structure that issuers can come in and, and have their instrument listed and cheaper as quickly as possible. The head of investment, the head of investment banking called for enhanced awareness to deepen the market. And when you look at typical investors who invest in money market securities and other capital markets and securities, it becomes a lot difficult to understand, to invest if they do not understand. And so as ACI Ghana, we will obviously focus on the education base, ensuring that we tap into the expertise of our members to provide um, education, training, and all the requisite skills to all stakeholders ranging from media houses, journalists, investor groups, high net worth individuals and all stakeholders. So education is key. The initiative, which is expected to begin by the end of the third quarter of this year, is part of several moves by the Ghana Stock Exchange to improve diversification, deepen the market and improve liquidity access. Now, Anglo Gold Ashanti is contributing to ending period poverty in the Obwasi municipality by investing in resources to manage menstruation. The implementation of the company's 10,000 sanitary parts to schools initiative is to help attain 100% participation of girls in education. There is more in this report. For the past two years, 14-year-old Enima has been starving to buy sanitary pads during menstruation. Although she lives with her father, she is shy to tell him she had started menstruating. I stay with only my father, so when it comes to me buying sanitary pads, I feel shy asking him for money. So I starve myself in order to get money to buy the sanitary pad. Girls in selected schools in the Obwasi municipality received five packs of sanitary pads each from Anglo Gold Ashanti. Enima, a final year student of the Union Methodist Junior High School, applauded the gesture of the gold mining company. When these sanitary pads came in hand, I think I don't have to stab myself to get money to buy it again. I'd like to say thank you to Anglo Gold Ashanti for bringing us these sanitary pads. In 2020 and 2021, 86 and 96% respectively of girls participated in the basic education certificate examination. The campaign of distributing 10,000 parts in Obwasi began after the municipality recorded a decline in the participation of girls in education. The initiative, which began in May this year, has witnessed 100% participation of the girls in the BECE. This significant improvement has been attributed to a number of policies rolled out to keep the girls in school. Cecilia Salifu is Municipal Coordinator for Girl Child Education of Boise Municipality. 
it's a it's a it's a very useful course they have taken because municipal girls municipal education some years when we were having problem with enrollment of girls or girls staying in school to learn because of menstruation when they menstruate they start to sit at home so the seven days or the five days is done before they come but this one is going to go a long way to help them to come to school and to stay in school and to improve performance in their education the power distribution program forms part of the health pillar of the company's 10-year socio-economic development plan students were educated on menstrual hygiene management and breaking down the barriers of stigma and shame according to the social development and gender superintendent of aga mavis nanayache the company is commit and poverty because of the results we are having we are hoping to approaches to menstruation and that is a discussion that is still ongoing and the, my message to everyone is that menstruation is a normal fact of life we should encourage our young girls to keep going whilst in red and we should avoid stigmatizing our girls who are menstruating and even women in communities who menstruate as well Anita Sewa Ajugan reporting. Thanks for being part of the bulletin. I am Pius Kujubaka. You can get stories when you log on to my joy online.com forward slash business. Do enjoy the rest of our programs. Bye. so excited about today's episode of the Buena Vista Homes Real Estate Show. And that's because we are coming to you from the Vista Valley Enclave of Buena Vista Homes. I've been constantly talking to you about how serene and beautiful the houses at Buena Vista Homes are. Just observe the peace and quiet in this area. But that's not all. What if I told you the houses you see here? at 20 years and even more it all boils down to what goes into crafting these beautiful homes you see here at the vista valley enclave of buena vista homes which is very close to the much talked about celebrity golf 